Welcome back to the Tape Store, everyone. This is Toby. And this is Brooke. We were made in the 80s. And played in the 90s. And we are here for part two of our favorite childhood toys, influential childhood toys. Yes, yeah. Um, we did not intend for this to be a two-part episode. We set out to talk about 10 toys that, you know, growing up were our favorite. Or really, like what, something we really wanted. yeah. And finally got and things that we carried with us everywhere, things that in my particular situation, you know, fought back and forth with our siblings <laughs> over. And somehow you didn't think that 10 was too ambitious. Ten, no, ten I didn't. each. Think, no, I, I I didn't. What's funny is that it's it's not obviously in our edited version, but in the unedited version of our podcast, I remember stopping going, don't you think 10 is too much? Like, like, no, we got it. You're like, no, forget it. it. Keep going. No, we got it. We got it. <laughs> and then we stopped at five. No. So. Well, it's not really something that we want to rush. No, no. Just going through them. So we took time with each one as far as explaining as much as we could remember. Right. And by the time we got to, I think, three or four. Yeah. Uh, we realized that we're going to have to extend this thing out for two episodes because we didn't realize, again, how much nostalgia and how much appreciation we were going to have. Uh, just to recap. Yeah. And can we do that? Can we just do a quick recap and just just kind of list the first five? Uh, yeah. From last week's episode, but so, list not not ex not explain. No, list. we're not going to explain. That's what we do. I mean, go Correct. back and listen to that first episode of this series, which mm -hmm. was last week's episode. I believe it was the tape store number twenty one. Right. Uh, this is episode number twenty two. So for me, my five that I talked about was Tron mm -hmm. from nineteen eighty two based off the Disney movie Tron, the, the Tron line of toys. And I had that little warrior guard figure that right. I had found at the thrift store a while back to represent that. Though, I am now on the search for a Tron. <laughs> okay. Tron was number one. Um, and again, this is in no particular order as far as like least to greatest. We, we just, start, they all were our favorites at one point. Yes. So Tron, uh, the diving Tony, Tony the Tiger, Frosted Flakes, you know, free inside it was one of those uh premiums is w what they're you know officially referred to serial premiums it right. was the diving tony from frosted flakes 1987 a mickey mouse figurine mm -hmm. that i bought during my one trip to disney world <laughs> and glowworm yes and x-wing pilot luke so and i want to say that since we've recorded that um episode i i found one on ebay and ordered it i just Aww. all that talking about it got me to where i had to get one of my own so i found a guy selling Justice one for a few has bucks been restored yes so tron diving tony mickey mouse figurine glowworm fighter pilot luke for me those were my five that we that i went over last week so mm -hmm. brooke what were your five all right so my my five and and not they're not necessarily in the order that we did them but uh my little pony was one um playground kids American Girl doll, specifically Molly McIntyre, because I have that, had that, and we found that. We went back and found that doll today. Today, I was like, yes. Actually, the the, the day, yeah, she's in the box. I got her. Uh, Tamagotchi and a Fisher Price uh, tape player and microphone set. Yeah. So those are my five beauties, and now we're on to the next five for each of us. Yes, and why don't you start this week since okay. I started last week, Brooke? Sounds good. Why don't you go ahead and this All will right. be your number six. So number six is really like a bunch of things in one because okay. it's like Barbies are like chips. You can't just have one. 
I loved Barbies. I had like a literal treasure chest thing full of them, like full of Barbies. Because I was just like, you know, every birthday, holiday, I'd ask for Barbies. And now an interesting piece to this puzzle is that, um, and and kind of a a neat thing that Barbie has done since then is black. Back then, you only had like white blonde Barbie, and then like you know, Afri- I guess what you would assume African American Barbie with like frizzy black hair. Yes. And I usually because I was raised with with my mom who's white, so I always got white Barbies, and I didn't really love the black Barbies because I didn't see myself in them. But when they came out with Teresa, who was like Hispanic, Teresa. oh yeah. my gosh, I was all over that stuff. So I had a bunch of different kinds. I had like a bunch of white Barbies, had a bunch of Teresa Barbies, I had a couple of black Barbies. And then of course, like when the Disney Barbies came out, like Jasmine, uh, I had her. Yes. I had Pocahontas and Es and Esmeralda, who is my favorite still. Yes. Esmeralda is like like forget it. Like I love her. Um Esmeralda from, was in the tape store last week. She uh, was when we had our big toy set up. We had her and who was the guy? A tiny figurine and Phoebus. Phoebus, yeah. Which is a terrible name. But I yeah, thought he was really. the bee's yeah. knees when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so all that to say, I had just a gigantic Barbie collection. And uh, my mom had a friend that worked with her, and she made Barbie clothes. So I remember she would, my mom like would come from, home. Like, like, she does, like her own? Yes, like she made them. Oh, and wow. she would come home, and I would, she'd give me all these Barbie clothes. And I was like, oh, my God. And there's this one dress. It's so crazy. I had not thought about this in years. There's this one dress that that lady made. And I grew up watching The Sound of Music. That was one of my favorite movies. It still is. And Maria Von Trapp wears this blue dress, this really pretty nice like sundress when her and the captain finally like tell each other they love each other. And I swear, that woman made a blue dress for Barbie. It looked just like it. Wow. And that was my favorite dress to put my dolls in. And I remember whenever, whenever you know, I would, I would have like these extensive like, I mean, it borderline like a Dungeons and Dragons campaign with how intense I'd get with these Barbies. I'd be like, Mom, go away, oh, go, leave. No, I get it. And whenever something pivotal was happening, here comes the blue dress. <laughs> so uh, Barbies was that that was my my jam. I had so I can't even I can't even talk about what kinds I had so many different kinds. Oh, there, there were so many. I mean we we still when we go to the thrift store, there's a a massive rubbermaid uh, container container yeah. filled with and 90% of them are naked. Yeah, naked Barbies. Yeah. So we see them every time we go yes, to the thrift so store. Bar- yeah, that was, that was my jam. With their and, matted hair. And kudos to Barbie these days for coming out with not only bunches of difference of ethnicities, but hair types and body types. I love it. It's yeah. great. I remember the one Barbies that came out, they were pregnant. Oh, I had them. And their stomach opened up. And the baby came out. because yeah. that's Because I guess they were like... Well, of course, Bobby, Barbie would have a C-section. <laughs> that is strange. Uh, it was strange. I um, had it. Of course, I did. Yeah. Wow. But I don't yeah. even know why I didn't play. I played with it one time, and I was like, "All right, that's well." Neat. It's not really because you know. Yeah. Once you take the baby out, you're like, "All right." Now neat. she's. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the yeah. Barbie that doesn't have a weird stomach. Yeah, uh, it was. It was interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um. So we ready? You're, to... Yeah. So you're up next. Let's move on. So, so try, um, try to top that. I'm just kidding. Well, I am going to talk about Masters of the Universe. Oh, yeah. And everybody who's a fan of Masters of the Universe, uh, and we're seeing a new appreciation for it, especially because I do believe Netflix is coming yes. out. And it has a powerhouse cast. Mark Hamill is going to voice... That's all I need. ...my favorite character, and everybody's favorite character from He-Man, which is Skeletor. Yes. Um, th- We were watching a YouTube video, I think it was last week, uh, we were up late 
like in a YouTube wormhole. Of course, as, as one does. It was like eight minutes of the best of Skeletor. <laughs> and I mean, it that was just... That might have been just you. I don't think I heard just, that. It I was just have. eight minutes of Skeletor's best like one-liners. And, he, you know, he has he has this gaggle of like bad guys that works for him. Of like uh, Beast Man and uh, all these other guys. and His council. Uh, Evil in <laughs> Beast Man. He, he's got like a whole squad. Merman. And he just treats them with such contempt. <laughs> And in fact, he there's this one particular video where he's little clip in the video where Beastman says, "I don't, I don't know that" or something. And Skeletor says, "I could write a book on what you don't know." Wow! <laughs> and then he starts to conjure up some spell because wow. Skeletor's like a sorcerer. So that's anyway, a great one-liner, though. Yeah, I could write a book on what you don't know. <laughs> like that's just. And, and, you know, when you're a kid, that goes right over your head. Oh, yeah. But when you're an adult, you realize, and one guy commented, like, Skeletor was savage before savage was even a thing. <laughs> it's true. But um, it, but I will say, I didn't quite understand the brilliance of Skeletor until I became an adult. But when I was a kid, I still, he was my favorite, Skeletor was. Yeah. Now, He-Man was cool. He was the good guy and the hero. But when it came to the action figures... My favorite toy out of the Masters of the Universe line was Skeletor. Yeah. And there's a story attached to it. We were on a, tr- a family trip. It was my dad and my mom and me. I don't even know if my sister had been born yet or not. But my cousin, Tara, Yeah. My it was my dad's sister's daughter. She was on the trip. And we, for some reason, stopped at a store and she showed me Skeletor. And mm-hmm. I threw an absolute fit of... Oh, um, no. Mom just said that, well, Tara showed you Skeletor, and that was it. We had to get him. So I had Skeletor, and the way the He-Man figures were designed, they had like um, accessories and stuff you could strap to them. Just like with Yossi, our son, when he takes stuff off of there, and you have to put him back, you take stuff off of his toys, you have to put it back on because he doesn't know how to, yeah. And it was very much like that, but I loved Skeletor. Uh, And I don't have an original Masters of the Universe Skeletor. Uh, but I do have. Uh, they did a re-release in two thousand one. Uh, Mattel did, and they were they were really cool. They were great figures, um, much more detailed. They had a completely different sculpt and design. Mm-hmm. A different um, the, the the art was different from the eighties cartoon, which I grew up watching. Yeah. Um, and I had this, and and I bought a a set of the um, little miniature figures because again we put these in our offices. Like Brooke has. A bunch of desk toys in her office, and I have a bunch in mine. I can't just have these big Masters of the Universe toys, and they were kind of they they were about six inches tall. Yeah, the old ones are big. Yeah, but the little figurines I liked from the re-release from two thousand one, and I do have Skeletor right here. Um, Yeah, he looks like more like adult. Yeah, more Dungeons and Dragons. He's more detailed, and you know, just to pay homage to that original Masters of the Universe Skeletor, and just to pay homage to Skeletor himself. (laughs) And on my bag, I have a Skeletor pin. He is just a great character, and I'm hoping with this new uh, Netflix they got coming out, uh, Netflix series, with Mark Hamill, I know he's going to be just solid gold. So, uh, But yeah, Skeletor was my guy. Uh, one of my guys, uh, as a kid, I-, I went through a phase where he was definitely the number one squeeze Yeah, as far as uh, my favorite toy. So Skeletor is number six for me. So what's your number seven? Okay, you mean my number six? No, number six was Barbie's. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. Okay. So, sorry. I'm You're not good. good with numbers. I teach English. Okay. So, my next one is um, okay. So, <laughs> if you were a girl in the 90s, you probably remember this game. It was a board game. 
And it's called Pretty Pretty Princess. I swear I don't, I can't remember. Is this one of the ones we don't have? We don't have it, but I had it. Oh, okay. As a kid. No, I, just I meant had like the now. game. No, there's absolutely zero reason for us to have this game. I know. Because the kids would just destroy Maybe. it. You're right. But, you're right. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so it came, It was. I, I think the object was to, like, procure all these little plastic jewelries. Right. And the one thing I do, because you would choose your color, you know, like on the board and you'd roll and then be like, oh, you get a necklace. Oh, and I guess whoever was wearing all the accoutrement, you know, you would. Accoutrement. Accoutrement. You would, <laughs> sorry. Is it accoutrements? Do you say it's, it's not a, accoutrements? That's like the crappy American way to say it. <laughs> oh gosh! But I didn't want to commit to saying it the French way because I'm not French. So various accoutrements so, are to be had. So you have to like be able. You be, by the time you're wearing all of it, you're the princess. You get the crown or whatever. I think. Did you ever play the game like actually? About, or did you get it for the accoutrements? No, I wanted the game, but. But the accessories were definitely part You didn't of want to say accoutrements. No, I didn't. No, but all I remember is that you don't want to get this black ring. Why not? I don't know. Maybe you, you become evil or something. I don't know. But like, mm. that's like, you know, it's kind of like Candyland. Like, you don't want to get stuck in the licorice swamp or whatever. Oh, because licorice tastes like crap. Right. So like, there's like, because the colors yeah. are pink, green, blue, and purple. And then there's this black ring. And like, if you get that, I guess you're like screwed. It. And the liquor swamp really is bad in Candyland. No, it's just you get stuck there for a few turns until somebody draws a certain color. Yeah, and you got it's eat, like Jumanji. You, you got to draw eat a five or an candy. eight. You know, when when I talk about licorice candy, and there every there's now clearly and then a deep seated issue. With your it's nasty. It Nobody is. eats like the the licorice jelly beans. No, but you know, there, but what I've noticed is that when I talk to a group of people, and and the the issue comes up about like if we talk about licorice or Twizzlers, there's always one person says, "Oh, I love I love licorice." There's always one person, right? That's because you'd have to love it to eat it. You can't just be like, "Oh, I'll have some candy. I'll have some licorice." You have to be like, "I'm I'm setting out to eat licorice." Yeah. Because otherwise, why would you do it? I remember when we went to a few years ago, when me and some friends went to go see actually the the Amazing Spider Man, mm-hmm. the Andrew Garfield Spider Man, and we and before we went, we stopped by uh, I don't know Publix, I think. Yeah. And they had like a little place where you could like fill the candy up by the it was they charged by the pound like a or scoop. whatever. Yeah. And one one of the guys. Um, <laughs> Got licorice candy. Ew. And I was I just remember stopping and going, Really? Really? Yeah. yeah. Not Swedish fish or That's gross. Anything like that. I like Swedish fish, but um, Okay. But yeah, so uh that game was super fun. Uh Pretty Pretty Princess. And I think they've re released it since then, uh, with like a Disney version with version with like Cinderella. Not as good. And like Aurora. You know, they've done them all. But oh yeah, here okay, so I'm pulling up a picture. Can't beat the original. Here's like the little thing that they all go in and there's the crown but the black ring really was a bad thing yeah like you didn't want to be you didn't want to get the black ring because somehow that was bad and i can't remember the rules because i like um, it has been like 20 years yeah well wow but that was a that was a great game i loved it and i would i'd always play it when my friends came over and like it would everyone would get really upset when I got oh the, yeah with the black ring get invested so that's that well let's, and so you're up next yeah all right so let's see we did skeletor I'm going to talk about Batman. Oh, yeah. Okay, so in 1989, I was nine years old when Batman came out, the Tim Burton film with Michael Keaton. We talked about it a few times over the course of the show. The, the 1989 Keaton has come up several times. It's one of my favorites, still to this day one of my favorites for many reasons. Um, we're going to spend some time talking about that because applause came out with a line of figures. Now, that, now when the Batman movie came out, a ton of Batman stuff came out. I remember the the, the shoes that had the bat symbols all over them. They, mm-hmm. they look like 
Converse, like Chuck Taylors. I don't know if they were Converse, but they were like the canvas high tops that had like bat symbols all over them. Yeah. I remember the actual, I think Kenner came out with a line of action figures. Ertl came out with some Batman toys, but so did Applause. And I have quite a few toys that Applause have made. They've made some great Star Wars figurines. They've made some great Marvel figurines. Uh, the Mickey Mouse that was in last week's episode was made by Applause. So they yeah. have their hands in a lot of cookie jars when it comes to <laughs> yeah. uh, toys. But they did a line of Batman toys around uh, the time of the Keaton movie in 1989. And I have in here, actually, a Batman and a Joker. Now... What what's interesting about these is these are not sculpted or designed at all like the movie. No, no, they're not. The interesting thing about these is the Batman and the Joker are not the ones from the '89 Batman film. Batman is the classic blue and gray, not the black. The Joker is the classic comic book Joker, not the one that Jack Nicholson portrayed. Right now, they came out with ones that looked like them, but Applause came out with ones that looked more like the classic comic books. Yeah, I guess they used that opportunity to kind of harken back to the original with the popularity of the movie coming out. Right. Yeah, I was trying to find a good way to explain that. Oh, perfect. Yeah, and that was good. So (laughs) with Batman coming out, they just, they did all things Batman. Batman from the movie, Batman from the comics, so much Batman stuff was coming out. And the Joker is, again, it's a little, maybe a three-inch tall figurine, and the Joker's standing here in a his classic purple suit, like a lavender overcoat, and he's standing in this crazy, he's got like his hands in his hair, just looking nuts as the Joker. And his face is very long and cartoonish. Yes, like I said, it's not sculpted like Jack Nicholson, so yeah, it's long and cartoonish, and we'll definitely have pictures of these. The Batman, though, is my absolute favorite. (laughs) Story behind this one. Now, they did come out with Batmans that were in the classic blue and gray, Yeah, but also they had black ones. December of 89 was a Batman Christmas for me. So uh, in the stocking, I remember the way we did Christmas was all of our main stuff was around the tree. Right. And the stockings was the little trinkets and little figurines. And mom would also put a bunch of candy in there. And it was just all your little trinkets and stuff, right? The standard stocking stuffers. Well, there was, I reached in and, and pulled out this figure right here. Wow. Except it was black. And what it is is it's Batman, and he's scaling. He's in a pose as if he's scaling the side of a building, and through his hands is a like a string. Yeah. And at the end of a string, at the end of the string is a suction cup. Now, in this one, I don't have the suction cup, but I do have the string through it, and I don't even know if it's the same one. I remember now. If you harken back to the tape store episode when we did unboxing yes. Batman. That's where this figure came from. Now, right. this is the classic blue and gray. It's not black. And when I was a kid, I had a black one. I, I remember I traded that off to a friend of mine for in exchange for some other toys. And I remember I called him up a few days later. Same thing. And I and remember last week I told yep. you when I gave my sister the diving Tony, I immediately yep. wanted it back. So I was just bad about that when I was a kid. Like well, I all tra- kids are. It's just, I, kids should not do it, and they do. I would trade off my toys and, and then it. want them back, yeah. Sometimes not. Sometimes I'd feel good about the trade, but sometimes not so good. And with that one, I wanted that Batman back. And I remember he got his big brother on the phone. My friend did. And his big brother's like, what are you doing? I was like, I want my Batman toy back that I traded. And he goes, well, that's Indian given. That's not cool. Nice politically correct statement there. Right. I know. That's what they called it. And we've all heard that term. Yes. But yes. So they like hang up and I never got it back until 
we bought that big box of Batman toys yep. from that lady. And how would we have known? And how would we have known? But it's it's here in the tape store. It's hanging from my microphone stand. It is a applause Batman figurine. The same exact one that I had when I was a kid, except it's not black. It's blue and gray. And I'm very happy to have him in here with me. <laughs> and he, he was definitely one of my favorites. Sarah had a Robin, my sister. Oh, yeah. And we bought him from JCPenney. JCPenney sold him. Like at the registers. Oh, gotcha. These little applause figurines. So I have a Batman and a Joker. They were they are cool. And I, I brought it home to bring into the tape store for the episode. It goes back into my office. I have it hanging uh, where he, he's kind of on my window in the office. So I do eventually want to find a black one too, though. All right. So All right. let's move on. So uh, my next toy that I had, I know I had, and liked. And it's a weird, it's one of those weird 90s toys where you're like, nah. Okay, right. you know, uh, it's called um, Puppy Surprise. Never heard of it. Right. Well, what year? Do you know 91, what year? Okay. 91. So it's this cute little, you know, mama puppy sitting there. And then you open the Velcro pouch on her stomach. Wow. And out comes, it's kind of like that puppy Barbie. Puppy Surprise. And out come these tiny little puppies. And there's usually like four of them. And, okay. Uh, and now, the puppy... Sarah might have had that. I don't. It, they look familiar the way they're shaped. Yes, they're they're they're. If you see one, you're like, oh, that's puppy surprise. Like it's not like any other. I there's there is a okay. puppy. I've seen these at our thrift store. I, there's one there right now. That's the pony surprise. I couldn't remember. I was like, is this horse surprise? But it's not horse. It's pony. So there's puppy surprise, pony surprise, kitty surprise, bunny surprise. I guess like puppy surprise did well, real well. That was the original though. Puppy. So yeah, the, it did real well. So like, well, let's come on, let's keep churning them out. So I'm not sure how many species of animals of surprises there are, but I definitely had pu- puppy and I think eventually kitty surprise because I remember having the little baby kitties. Wow. But I loved, I loved the tiny puppies. I thought they were so cute. They look familiar now. They're a little, so. they're precious. Like I could have cared. And Sarah I think may have a, had them. I feel like a bottle came with it too. Even though, like that's not how you feed puppies. No, but also I think it'd be weird if they're like, all right, kids, you know, <laughs> we're gonna make this like anatomically correct. So uh, yeah, here's a pony surprise. Now, how and, old were you? Do you remember how old you were? Oh, um, I had to be five. Or something like that, because I mean, they came out in '91, but I don't know if I, I don't know if that's when I got it. You know what I mean? It was. Right. Uh, I was probably five or six though when I had them, uh, but I had I definitely had a puppy surprise, and I do had I do think I had kitty surprise, and I I saw like I said at the thrift store the other day a pony little baby pony surprise. I was like oh, I should get that. And I was like no, that's <laughs> stupid. But uh, yeah, so they were. I don't know. Like it's one. It's again. That's just one of those '90s toys. And I'm like, you know, something I need to keep an eye out for. Like though. you didn't necessarily need to go and do it, but like we all bought it, so it's okay. Right. No. So yeah, it was a thing. It's something for for me to keep an eye out for if I'm ever thr- <laughs> you know, thrifting on my own, which isn't as fun. No, when it's I'm not. Di- I tell people that I'm like, when I'm, and I told you that. Yes, you have. Like when I go thrifting, uh, like if I'm if it's after work or whatever, and. After about 30 minutes, I start to miss you. So You're so sweet. It's tough. He loves me, guys. Yes, I, I love him, too. So, Puppy Surprise. Good deal. Surprise. Yes, Puppy Surprise. <laughs> All right. Count Olaf. All I right. know. So good. All right. All right you're um, up next. Yeah, Sheriff. so this is know. number eight for me. Let's talk Power Rangers. Okay. 1993. Power Rangers toys were incredibly hard to find. Initially, when they came out, it's kind of like I don't have a lot of knowledge about business and marketing and how those how those things work, but I would 
probably venture to assume, possibly, that when Power Rangers came out, like many things, nobody really knows how popular something's right. going to be. Mm-hmm. It comes out. They kind of test the waters a little bit. And it's hugely popular, and, and the demand completely, exponentially, is larger than the, the supply. Yeah. And I think it was like that with the Power Rangers, uh, with the toys, because Power Rangers came out of nowhere in 93, and you could not find toys anywhere. Right. You could not find the toys anywhere. You couldn't find anything, any kind of toy with the Power Rangers, uh, having to do with the Power Rangers anywhere for, for a while. Yeah. And then I'm assuming they eventually got their supply to catch up with the demand because then you started to see them. Yeah. Like, it took a while, though. I remember we would go to Walmart and stuff, and I would always go to the toy section, and I remember the one there was one time when I did find a Jason Red Ranger figure, but my mom was like, no, you don't need that right now. I was like, ugh. I never saw him again. Oh, man. But And, and it, was, it was a while. Then I started to see Power Ranger figures. Yeah. And I had quite a few. I was always big on small figures. Yeah. I like figurines a lot. Liked them when I was a kid. I, li- I like having them now to decorate the office. And these before me, are <laughs> part of the line of Power Range from Bandai. I think I'm saying that correctly. Bandai. Between right. 93 and 95, Bandai made a uh, line of Power Rangers toys uh, figurines. Three, About three inch. Yeah. Those are cool. Are they're you going cool. to tell how you found them? That, yes. They're not, pos- <laughs> they're not posable. Now, I had them all when I was a kid. I was 13 or 14, I had them all. And then, of course, you know, like anything, you grow up and you get rid of things and you wish you didn't. Right. You know? And then you get older and then you're like, you know, when you're somebody like me and Brooke and yes. you, you, you want to find those things again for purposes of nostalgia. Yes. It's like a, the C.S. Lewis quote. He said, one day you'll grow. He wrote, he wrote the Chronicles of Narnia, dedicated them to his granddaughter. And he said, you're probably, by the time this is done, you'll be too old for fairy tales. But one day you'll grow old enough to finally be ready for them again. Yes. And I feel like that's that us, is us with nostalgia. Absolutely. Like you grow out of it and then you grow into the age where you're old enough again. <laughs> I believe it was two summers ago. Maybe three summers ago. I think it was the summer of 2017 or maybe the summer. If I comb back far enough in my Instagram stories, I could find it because I know we posted it. Okay. So it was a couple years ago. Yeah. And at least. We were living in Savannah at the time, but we were in... The Atlanta area where we live now. Yeah. Um, but we were going to visit my dad and we were killing some time. It was right before, it was the 4th of July. Yeah. It was actually the 4th of July because we were about to go to this big 4th of July get together that my dad would always go to. We were just killing some time at the Goodwill. And it, you were you were somewhere else. No, yeah, we usually split up for a little bit and then we come back together. Then we might split up again and we come back together. We have our own little way we of have doing a system. things. <laughs> yeah. And I was off looking at something, and Brooke was like, um, Toby. Yeah, didn't I text you, I think, or something like that? I don't I, know. I, I don't remember exactly. I just remember, I, I saw these items. Yes. I saw, well, what I saw was the boxes. And I was like, what like is this? Like the packages. And there before me were all of these unopened. Unopened, guys. Like original from the 90s Power Ranger figures. Still in, in the blister pack. And I was like, Toby, come here right now. The figurines. <laughs> I was like, come here right now. <laughs> and I just looked and my he jaw was freaking out. dropped. And when I managed to pick it up off the floor, I said, get them all. Put them all in the cart. We're getting them all. Because <laughs> there was other stuff, too. It, it, was, it was a good day. It was like, there was like tw- I, I think there's 10 to 12 of them. 
Yeah, it because was, wasn't there was, the people it was versions all too? The Power Ver- it was all the Power Rangers. It was Bulk and Skull. That's right. It was Bulk and Skull. Uh, a bunch of the bad guys. Lord Zed. It was crazy. It, now, I only brought um, the Power Rangers in. Yeah. Because we don't have a whole lot of room in here. We do so not. I got the, Jason the White Ranger. I got, excuse me. What did you say? Tommy the White Ranger. My bad guys. Uh. I got Tommy the White Ranger. Jason... If, or if you like Rocky, you could say that's Rocky. For me, it's Jason. No, Jason always. Uh, Zach or Adam, if you like him. No. Uh, but where's, for me, it's Zach, <laughs> Kimberly, Billy, Billy, Trini, or Aisha. Tr- I liked I liked both of them. Trini. Um, yes. We so, are the original. We yeah. we favor the original. I here. did like, now, we'll have to have a Power Rangers show definitely yes, at some no, point. Sure. But I, I did like the replacements, but they weren't as good. No, Just they because were, I liked yeah. them didn't mean I think they were better. They but, weren't bad at all. But these, they, they're not posable. They're already in poses, but they're great. They're incredibly detailed um, for being just these little three-inch uh, plastic figures. They're all on these little, uh, they kind of had these flat little uh, stands. I guess you could say that help them stand up. There's flat yeah. little platforms that, that are a part of the figure. But yeah, I loved these as a kid. And when I found these again at a store, uh, a thrift store, and they were still in the package, I mean, I absolutely flipped And Brooke found them. I was so I love finding stuff that he'll like because I love seeing his face when he like realizes oh, what it, it is. It's just the best. phenomenal, and and they were just neat figures, and, and it takes me right back to '93 when me and my cousin, I was always Jason, and then he was always Zach, and then of course again when Tommy and Kimberly got together, we fought over who was Tommy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a massive tree in the back of our grandmother's yard that we would climb. It was the Megazord. Yeah. So Power Rangers was a huge part of our um, preteen era, and I loved these toys. These were definitely my favorites uh, back then. And I, I, I'm slowly but surely trying to find the little people versions. Yeah. I, I had the people because uh, they they also had. You have uh, a few, right? I have Jason and Kimberly because they also had the figurines of the Power Rangers when they were unmorphed, when right. they were just in their, you know, when they were without, normal. without yeah, normal without their suits. So, so yeah, they, they were. They were great. So I have a few of them in here with me. And um, all right. All right. Let's move on. Brooks number eight. Okay. So again, this is another iconic uh, 90s uh, girly kind of toy. Polly Pocket. I probably don't have to explain it, but I'm going to explain it just in case. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what a Polly Pocket is, right. there are these little like box type things and it says Polly Pocket on it and you open it up and it's this intricate little world like yeah. a house usually. Yeah. And you have this tiny, I mean, not even like maybe, maybe one inch high little girl with short blonde curly hair. And that's Polly Pocket. Yeah. And again, I loved little figures. Yes. I, 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 I see I why you'd like it. The micro machine. I, that's just when Sarah had them, I just was like, man, that's cool. I mean, I liked miniature little things like that too. They had micro machines had Star Wars figures that were real tiny. And yes. I remember this uh, toy line, which is so obscure called Starcom. Mm-hmm. And the, the 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 figures were real tiny, and they had magnets on the bottom of their feet. But oh, yeah. cool! That's actually a good idea, though, to be able to yeah. stand them up and stuff. So I remember, you know, Polly Pocket was a brilliant idea. Yes, and and like there were little like because Polly Pocket was like this again, this tiny figurine, and she had a little little circle on the bottom, and there were places in the Polly Pocket home that you could kind of like anchor her, like stick yeah. it in the hole, and you could, I guess, pretend she was doing stuff. And I loved Polly Pocket. I had a few of those little tiny ones. And then they came out. I remember and I got it for Christmas one year. It was like a big Polly Pocket. Like maybe like may, not quite the size of like a laptop, but like maybe like the size of an iPad, mm-hmm. you know, and like Polly Pocket was like a doll. 
Like she wow. was not, and then I remember getting it, and I was like, mm, "This ain't pocket." I was like, it's "This is not pocket. Yeah, this is I just like, this is just Polly doll. Like whole, I don't like this." Yeah, because the whole shtick is that she's small. And I guess it was exciting to get it, and then I got it, and I was like, mm, "I'm gonna play with Polly Pocket." Like right, the little ones. Yeah. So so Polly Pocket had all different kinds of houses and places, and I think the original one she was in a red heart or a pink heart, like that was the shape of the little box. Yes. But then there was one, I remember, I know there was one that was like a shell and she was like at the beach or something. Oh, they were brilliant. Their homes I had different were... shapes. And they were really, really cool. So, and I loved Polly Sarah Pocket. had a few of those, yeah. And there's, and actually our, we have a friend um, who, who collects them. She loves them. And her husband, when he proposed to her, he put the ring in a Polly Pocket. Oh, that's, that's great. Lauren. Oh yeah, he did that. Yes, I know, and that's way sweet. to go. And she, I was at her house the other day, and she has the Polly Pocket house up on her dresser. And I was like, "Well, I'm gonna cry." That's the sweetest thing I've ever seen. Does she still? So she just has that. She one. She has that one, but she'd probably go we'll nuts to, if she found more. We'll have to keep an eye out. I know, so nuts. Yeah, that's more. Travels. That's more fuel for our thrifting fire. On our travels. But yeah, when yeah. she told me that, I was like, "Well, that's the worst because that's the cutest thing yeah, I ever heard in my sweet. life." <laughs> cool. Okay, so um, okay, this is your. Next, this is number next nine. One, that's number nine. This okay, is number yeah. nine. Okay. From the Chronicles of Toby and Sarah, siblings who love each other very much, close to each other's heart, but also at times at war over toys. This is one that we absolutely fought over. And last week when I talked about Diving Tony, I referenced our bitter rivalry over toys. <laughs> bitter rivalry. It was, oh, no. well, there were times when the toys were mine and we fought over it. There were times when the toys were Sarah's. Last week we talked about Glowworm, which was mine, and Sarah always wanted it, and we had to fight over that. And then there was Diving Tony, which was mine, and then I, if I remember correctly, it was mine, and then I gave it to Sarah out of generosity, and then and in then usual Toby fashion wanted it back. Yep. And then it became fights, and then in the end Sarah got it. Yep. In the end it became hers. In the end I just had to give it up. This one right here, interestingly enough, another <laughs> cereal box premium, much like Diving Tony. This is a plush Dino, Dino as in from Flintstones. So Cocoa Pebbles and Fruity Pebbles. I think Cocoa Pebbles is better. I, I, I agree. Um, I think most humans agree. Yeah. So we all know the cereal, <laughs> Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Pebbles. Well, and the and obviously, just in case you have forgotten, uh, the the Flintstones are kind of the idea behind that. Right. Absolutely, because they're rocks. Because pebbles. Everything right. is made out of rocks. So yeah, sometimes we forget that, so that it, it helps with continuity yes. of why this particular. So this is a plush Dino. Sweet Dino. Yeah, it was free with the purchase of a box of either Fruity Pebbles or Cocoa Pebbles. This is from 1988. The way it was was if you went to the store during that time and went through the cereal aisle, you would see these boxes of Cocoa Pebbles and Fruity Pebbles, but there would also be another little box attached to yeah. the cereal box, and it was a little stuffed or plush Dino. Now, for Fruity Pebbles, it was... The, the normal purple Dino. It was the normal purple Dino, but for Cocoa Pebbles, it was a brown Dino. And we must have bought a box of Cocoa Pebbles, and right. man, there's Dino. <laughs> and I, I don't know if... Sarah saw it and wanted it, or maybe Sarah just happened to be at the store with mom that day and was like, right. ooh, cool, that's mine. Somehow it happened. Somehow it happened. When it was brought home and I saw it, I wanted it. And <laughs> so began the war uh, over Dino. And I only have 
one really vivid memory of our time fighting over this. Right. And it was when I went on a trip with my dad and I snuck Dino out and took him with me. Yep. And I remember uh, my dad was going to play bas- he was going to play basketball with some friends like my dad played a lot of sports when we were young and uh, yeah. he would play like pickup ball and played a lot of slow pitch softball uh, and, and I went on him t- I went with him on these tournaments you know play ball and, right. and uh, he was doing basketball because I remember because I snuck Dino out somehow got him away from Sarah and I got in the car and we rode to like Atlanta or some yeah. some place I mean a, a good distance away and I just had Dino with me and we went all around there and I was playing with him and it was a brown Dino Again, it was brown. Oh, dear. I don't remember much before after that. I, I just remember we fought over it, yeah. and I remember I snuck him away and took him on a trip. Uh, I don't know what happened. We don't know what happened. You to, snuck him away. I don't know. I don't remember what. It's just what, so dramatic. I, I love it. And I, I don't remember what happened to Dino after that, but I do remember don't remember that, that much of the story. Well, what's interesting is I'm holding in my hand... <laughs> a brown plush Dino from Cocoa Pebbles. It what do you know? It has been restored. Again, um, again, balance is restored. I, yes, balance is restored. I was able to locate this guy on eBay. Uh, someone was selling a little a little lot of um, Flintstones toys. McDonald's, when the Flintstones movie came out yep. in the 90s, McDonald's had a line of uh, Flintstones toys. And this guy had those, and they're sitting in the midst of these little McDonald's Flintstone toys was a brown Dino, and I flipped my lid and was immediately was like buy it now do this for me yeah and so here i am holding him he's right here i texted a picture of him to my sister and she said where did you get that i had it i was like instantly we were we were transported back it was great yeah it was cool and like i said i don't remember doing i don't remember like i don't have memories with playing with it all the time like i do with the power rangers toys with the batman toys but you remember um, that bitter rivalry x-wing pilot luke but i remember the bitter rivalry the bitter, bitter rivalry. And I remember sneaking him out of the house away from Sarah oh to take him God. with me. And, but it never really felt like mine, even though I took him and had fun with it. I was like, oh, but God, I'm going to, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to hold on to him long because Sarah's going to notice it. No, we're going to fight over it. Ah, but now I got one. So it's cool. Aww. It takes me right on back to more than just the, the, the toy, but also just, you know, being a kid and, even though me and my sister fought over toys, we had a great time too. So, and I, and honestly, part of the great stories that y'all had, you know, it was it, it was, was those funny rivalries. That's part of it as well. Yeah. Okay, I I think that we're on our. This is our each going to be our last. This one. is each our last one. So I'm saving uh, I'm saving a real special one for my last one. So Brooke, what's yours? Yeah, and you so am I. And here's here's the issue. Like I have this toy was like my like our son has a toy or he had one. He's kind of grown up now. It was called, he called him Bunny. Mm-hmm. It was just this Ikea stuffed bunny. And it's been yeah, his. a gray bunny. He Yeah. It's he, been his constant companion. He carried it and rubbed on it and slept with it. And to the point where it was no longer a stuffed bunny, it was like this. No, it was like a sock. It looked like a, a sock. It, it, all the stuff can come out and he was just like a rag. Right. And I say that because that was his favorite. Well, I had a little favorite and I can't find it. Like I can't find the name of it. Oh, uh, and I don't know. So I'm and, and I'm sitting here like even scrolling like while we're talking, trying like oh, what no. is this thing? And I've not ever been able to find it because they were really kind of an obscure toy. And if I find it by chance whilst we are talking, I'll tell you. But it was basically and Kess has them now. Okay. There are these little. Our daughter has them, so I'll take a picture of it. Like it's not a big deal. Like I'll I'll get it. It's just in her room right now. But 
It was specifically, there were several, but specifically this one tiny bear with a yellow head Mm -hmm. and a pink, like soft body, like bean filled. It had like little beans in it. Yeah. And a flower on it. Okay. Yes. I know. You know exactly. Yeah. I had that exact. I had to get. I, hey, you brought them from the home. one that I have there is a second generation because I wore the the first one out to the where the beans were falling out because I was oh, holding. Oh, that's great! And it's I mean, great when that happens. Though. Yeah, he was like, at, I, I I'm pretty sure you know how like in the 90s our parents took us to do like not glamour shots but like the the like you're all dressed up picture. Yeah, or, glamour know? shots. And I had like I had little lace gloves and like a hat and like freaking glamour shots. Yeah, f- it wasn't, but it wasn't glamour shots because because it wasn't. I remember it was not the Glamour Shots place, right. but it was Glamour Shots-esque. But I remember in the photo, in my little laced glove hand, there's a little yellow head sticking up out of it because I would not be separated from oh, it. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was just sweet. But I don't know what they're called. I'm going to find it. I'll find it somehow because I don't even know how to search no, for it. No, we'll find it and um, we need to get a picture. We'll, yes, we'll post it. but like the, those, and I, and there was, that was the main one for me. There, that might not have been the main one, but for me, that was the main one. And then there's a little puppy dog that's purple, a little cat. I remember I named it Cinnamon because it was light brown. Hmm. And I named the, the uh, my mind was Flower. And then wow. uh, there's the puppy dog. And then there's other another bear. There's other types. They're all little creatures, these little bean-filled creatures. And they're like probably at maybe not even as big as your Power Rangers figurines. They're small and little. Yeah. And, and I our, loved them. Yeah, we so brought much. some from your house. Yes, yeah, my mom sent them. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh my god, my babies!" And Cass yeah. doesn't care for them, which is great because I'm going to take them back. Yeah, you got to get them back because they need to be appreciated. Yes. But I, no, I mean, they that. were so dear to my heart for so from during my like really tiny years, like my like maybe my three to six years. So those were like my really favorite things to play with, and I like I said, I will find the name. Excellent. Yeah. So that's no, that's that, my that was those are my near and dear to my heart ones. So now, Toby, grace us with your near and dear. Yes. Okay. So number ten, but number one for a time, and right. definitely still one of the top things because I have one right here in my hand. Yes. I actually have a picture pulled up that I was able to locate this um, because you can still find some of this stuff on eBay. This is another cereal premium. This was not found in the cereal box. This you had to send off for. This is a Nickelodeon Floatorama keychain <laughs> from 1993, 1994, somewhere around that. This was a premium from Kellogg's Frosted Mini Wheats. <laughs> not my favorite cereal. Not my favorite cereal at all. Free with two proofs of purchase. I don't know. You know, I brought. Two. Yeah. Two pr- I had to get, buy two boxes of that crap. <laughs> So I could get the proof of purchase, along with one dollar. Oh my god! You could send off to Nickelodeon Magazine because I guess Kellogg's Frosted Mini Wheats, like Kellogg's and Nickelodeon Magazine, kind of partnered up on this right. for a free keychain. It was um, I saw it and it was advertised, and I just thought, wow, <laughs> I gotta have this thing. I gotta have a Floatorama keychain, and it was everything I thought it would be and more when I got it in the mail. <laughs> I, I, I'm reading the back of the cereal box is a picture because, you know, you can find anything on Google. So I'm looking at the front. Kellogg's Frosted Mini Weeks. Did I say Mini Weeks? Weeks, you did. Jeez. <laughs> I'll do it again. It's all right. Kellogg's Frosted Mini Weeks. Lightly sweetened, shredded whole grain wheat. Bite size. No Gross. salt, fat-free. Who Gross. would put salt in Why would we need Why to would there, like, like, a, of course there's not salt. Free with two proofs of purchase. Nickelodeon keychain. Details on back panel, and there's Ren and Stimpy. Like, what up? Uh, here we are. So on the back, guys, I'm going to read free with two proofs of purchase. 
Nickelodeon Floatorama keychain. Guys, it's Snick themed. Uh, Snick themed. So the ultimate. Yes, and I'm going to read the information about it. So you have Ren and Stimpy. You have a, a, a drawing of the keychain, and you have Clarissa, Melissa Joan Hart standing there looking cool as ever. Yep. Um, I'm going to see. I'm going to read it. It's free floating fun. Hey, Nick. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Floatorama keychain. It's free floating fun. Hey, Nick fans. The Nickelodeon Floatorama keychain opens the door to free floating fun. There's liquid inside, so you can tip it back and forth and watch all your favorite Snick, that Saturday Night Nickelodeon, stars uh. swim by. Ren Hoek and Stimpy are in there. So's Clarissa. Plus some stuff from Are You Afraid of the Dark and Roundhouse. Oh, so cool. Don't forget, it's a keychain too. Just for you, not your parents. That's classic wow. 90s not Nickelodeon. Not your parents. Yeah. Classic 90s Nickelodeon. Well, now I'm a parent, and it's still for and me. And guess what? Still mine. Yeah, it's still for me. Here we go. Uh, I'm, I'm holding the actual one right here in my hand. I'm looking at the back of the cereal box picture of it. Inside, guys, is this, uh, is, is uh, I'm guessing, water. Uh, waterish. Yeah, waterish, some kind of clear liquid. But also a green liquid, kind of like, yeah. obviously reminiscent of the... It's, like the... it's like little tiny beads. Yeah, I don't know if that's like an oil type. Because if you look, they're like individual. They're not. It's not. Yeah. It's not a liquid. It's something else. Yeah, but it's these little. Obviously, an homage to it's. It's Nick's uh, it's slime. The, yeah, it's the Nick Green slime. There's letters that spell Snick. So there's an S and an N and an I and a C and a K. Yes. And they're all individual, so they they kind of float around in there. There's some stars and uh, let's see, yeah, stars and moons because it's the way I see it. It's Saturday night. Right. And logos and characters from. The Snick shows uh, that, and I'm talking about the Clarissa Explains It All, Roundhouse, Ren and Stimpy, and Are You Afraid of the Dark lineup. That's the lineup I most remember, the ultimate right. Snick lineup, the classic. And here they all are. They're all floating around in this keychain. Keychain's about, I'd say maybe about four or five inches long. And it's got, of course, a little keychain, a little key ring through it. Not a keychain. It's got a key yeah. ring through it. And then around the key ring, the orange couch. And you've had you've had this for for a while. I have. I found a guy selling it on eBay for a few bucks. They're they're tough to find, and I have it hanging from my messenger bag, my pen bag. It's one of the it's one of the favorite things. It's one of my favorite things I have from the '90s, actually, to this day. Uh, the one I had when I was a kid. This isn't the same one I had when I, I was a kid. This is one that I found on eBay. But the one I had when I was a kid, I kept my house key on it. Yeah. I kept it with me, carried it with me everywhere. It was completely. Just scuffed up, scratched. Uh, you couldn't even see the Nickelodeon symbol on it anymore. It, it was, I mean, it was like my favorite. Well, it was well worn. It was my favorite thing. It was because now you can get on eBay, guys, and or or you can find a Nick box, or I mean, you can find a lot of uh, Etsy. You can find a lot of Are You Afraid of the Dark yeah. merch out there because it's still a pretty cool thing to. Yeah, I mean, Nick, bo- Nick, excuse me, Nick box had some Are You Afraid of the yeah. Dark stuff. Etsy's got a lot of stuff. So so Nickelodeon sells Are You Afraid of the Dark merch because that stuff's, you know, really popular now. When I was a kid there was nothing Are You Afraid of the Dark. Yeah. And and that's that's that was my favorite show, still is my favorite show. But yeah, I mean, this was such a neat such a neat little thing. And uh I, it's neat to have and every time I look down at it, it it really does bring back just that Are You Afraid of the Dark fandom yeah. roundhouse and another great show not talked about as much. Clarissa Ren and Stimpy was kind of weird. 
Yeah, that wasn't my jam. I'm not that not fond me of it. Personally. I mean, I watched it because it was part of that block of shows, but right? it was certainly not my favorite. But this is like, I think, some ultimate Nick merch here. And uh, I wanted to save it for last. So this has been a lot of fun. Yes. Memory lane. Yeah. So it's, it's always nice. Right. Like when it's our own personal stuff. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. But I mean, chances are. I will are find the name of that thing. I yeah. will find it. So if you're listening and, and you had some of this stuff, uh, even if you didn't, you had your things, mm-hmm. you know, when you were a kid that just that took you out of, you know, the regular world, I guess you could say. Right. And all these things that we have before us here in the tape store and the things that we have in our office, those it's exactly what those things do. Right. Uh, my students come in, our students, they both ask us, you know, why do you have this stuff? And my response is always one, it teaches me not to take things too seriously. I mean, some things you need mm-hmm. to take seriously, guys, but some things you have to look at and go, you know what? I need to sit back. I need to smile a little bit. I need to, you know, yeah, not be so uptight about things, you know, because life can be tough. So it's good to have something that you can be like, you know what? This this takes me yeah. to a different place, to a better place. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but usually my kids ask the same question and then I answer them. And then a few minutes later, I'll see them playing with it and like yeah. messing with it. Or or I have certain students that they they'll pick one of my toys and bring it to them with their at their desk and work and while and then when they're done they bring it back they're like I don't know why but that yes. helped me like focus and I'm like see now you know yeah. why, now you know why I have my desk <laughs> so and it's kind of neat what it ends up doing for our students absolutely it, more so than even for us so it's kind of oh, yeah and I, I know for me when I'm having a bad time I'll just I'll go in I'll sit at my desk if I'm having a bad day and I'll just take one of them and and there I'll go yep and I I highly would recommend it for any of you. Uh, it works more than a stress ball. It find, does. You know, find some stuff from when you were a kid and put it in your office and put it where you work and let it um, bring that lost boy or lost girl out of you. Yeah. You know, it's important. And with that, I think it's time to wrap things up. What do you say? I think so. So from Toby and Brooke and from Plush Dino and from the Power <laughs> Rangers, from My Little Pony and Barbie, and from Polly Pocket and all of our little buddies here. Yep. We uh, wish you a great week. And we will be back next week with more 80s and 90s nostalgia when we reopen the tape store, as always, on Throwback Thursday. Yep. So until the next time, this is Toby. And this is Brooke. Good night and or good morning or good afternoon, wherever you're at. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. See you later. Mm-hmm.